0: Welcome to the Rainmaker Multiplier on Demand, a podcast for leading financial professionals or rainmakers and their teams that offer support for securing a successful future. From marketing help to staffing structure, listen and subscribe for actionable insights from advisors and skilled professionals alike.
1: Welcome everybody and great to have Brian Bibbo joining us here today. We're going to go And just, you know, ask away some different questions to Brian on things that they're doing at JL Smith to really kind of capitalize on taxes and retirement and the the workshops. And, you know, I know we had a little bit of conversation around some of the stuff you're doing, Brian, on a, a panel in Quebec City last week. And so, as we jump into this here today, I just want to remind everyone feel free to ask questions, unmute your line, type it into the chat box, especially if you're running workshops and there's things that, you know, you're struggling with. I know JL yeah. Smith has had a ton of success with these. And so, Brian, just to kind of get things kicked off, overall like educational seminars and events, what are the things you guys are doing at JL Smith right now actively? Like is it virtual and in person? And then what are the topics that you guys are focused on?
2: Yeah. So we are running them virtual and in person. The virtuals run about three weeks out of the month and they're on automatic. So, one key thing is in the beginning, we used to record each one and have to show up every Wednesday to do them live, but we've just made them seem like they're live. Every six months, we update these webinars and we're making sure we're not using words like tonight, today, descriptive words that tell what time of day it is, just so we can play them in the mornings, the afternoons, and the evenings. And per office location, like we have offices in Ohio, Seattle, Florida, and Minnesota, and we're using me as the host. And then we're using the advisor that's in that area or advisors as the subject matter experts on those webinars. So how much
1: are you presenting as the host? Like, is that as simple Is just the opening and introduction, or are you doing any of the other slides or content?
2: Yeah, great question. So I'm doing the bookends. There's no doubt about that. The beginning and the end. There's a segmentation where I do some of the slides, but a lot of what I'm doing is being the host. So let's just say Jeff Warnkin comes along and gives his segmentation. I'll come and go, Jeff, that was great information on the funnels and showing that all money is not taxed the same. See, what you need to do is start working on like that tax efficient funnel Jeff shared with us. So what we're gonna bring up on the screen right now is the opportunity to sign up for that strategy session. So one of the major things that I'm doing throughout the presentation is bringing up, signing up the strategy session right out the gate within the first few slides, I'm telling the people that this is a two part series, the webinar presentation, and then the second is a 20 minute complimentary consultation. So if in the first few minutes, I'm setting the stage and telling people they'll be have the ability to sign up later. Then throughout the presentation, one or two times, I'll be doing the segue as the presenter or the host and bringing that up on the screen and saying, hey, here's your chance to sign up. And then I'm also doing it at the end. So I am doing a few slides. it's mostly being the presenter, making sure people sign up, keeping them engaged with that that aspect of it.
1: Awesome. And how long are those virtual ones, you know, the workshops that you're doing?
2: Yeah, the virtual ones we were doing 50 minutes to an hour and then our studies came back because we have all the data analytics behind it. Is Towards that like 40, 45 minute marker, you would see people kind of sign off, right? So now we've gotten it down to where we're trying to make it 40 to 45 minutes, because that's been the key metric for us.
1: Cool. And Jason just put into the chat and asked, does the fit caller participate in the webinar or is it just the host and any other advisors that you're highlighting?
2: Typically, the fit caller does not. I mean, in Seattle, we use Walter actually just because he's the only advisor out there on this and they get comfortable. When we're doing these in person or we're doing them via webinar, I say some of the things like, hey, we're looking forward to speaking with you on this 20-minute complimentary consultation. You'll be talking to myself, Justin or Gary. Like if I was in Fremont, Justin and myself are the advisors. And then Gary's the fit caller. I know everyone's going to to go to Gary unless Gary's out of the office for that week. But I am saying those names that, hey, Gary is one of those people that you would be talking to. Or if it's in Seattle, myself or Walter are looking forward to talking to you.
1: Gotcha. And Fred asked, do you have uh, an offering for attending the webinar? Like, do they get a free bucket plan book?
2: Yes. That's a very great question, Fred. So within the first few slides, after I say this is a two-part series, that it is a webinar and a 20-minute complimentary consultation, I go into why they're here. And if you stay to the end and you get on that, when you get on that fit call, we're going to send you out a free copy of the Bucket Plan book. So let me just rephrase that to you because there is some key verbiage in there that I want to make sure everyone gets hold of. Here is. I tell everyone out the gate is, for just attending today's webinar, you make it to the end, we're gonna give you a free copy of this bucket plan book. And then I'll say all the accolades and build up and esteem the bucket plan book. And I'll say, so when you get on that fit call, you can give us the address. So think about that is, I am assuming the clothes, assuming that they're gonna get on the fit call. So I'm kind of telling them really the only way they can get that bucket plan book is getting on that, uh, we call it fit calls, but complimentary consultation, I'm not calling it a fit call in front of the people. But as you can see right there, it's just like verbiage matters. And it's planting those seeds of saying how great this book is. You get a free copy at the end. And when you get on that 20 minute consultation, we're going to get your address and we're going to send it out to you. We pay the shipping and handling, no questions asked.
1: Awesome. and And I don't know if you have this info or if it's somebody else on the team, but how are you filling the virtual ones right now? Is it eight-digit media, social media marketing? How, how are you mainly filling those?
2: Yeah, so it is going to be eight-digit media and social media marketing. That is all that is filling those. I mean, we've tested before sending out mailers. I think we're going to do it again here and just see where, where we would do some of that social media. We would do the eight-digit, and then we would also send out mailers in the mail, Previously, the results weren't as great, but it is all social media, eight digit. And we're talking about the virtual ones. But if we do an in-person taxes in retirement, we're also doing the social media and also eight digit to fill the room there. So it works. It's worked for us either one.
1: You're not advertising, but like you're not doing uh, social media or a Facebook campaign offering a live and a virtual though, right? You're doing like, okay. That's what I I figured that to be the case. Okay, so you're basically, you're running, you said how many of these a week because they're recorded, they're happening behind the
2: scenes? Typically per geographical location. So I'm going to say Ohio, Florida, Seattle, we're running them about on average just based off the whole year, three times per month. So like Ohio is the example is I'm running tax and retirement, social security tax and retirement, three times out of the month. Seattle, I'd be doing something very similar. Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Okay, so it's recorded once for each of those demographics. You're the host. I like that idea, right? Like you're curating the content, you're bringing the advisors in, but then you're making it engaging and coming back in throughout to basically sell the call to action, which is booking the fit call. On the virtuals, like are you using Calendly? And are they booking their own call?
2: Yeah, so they are. So I want to give us two trains of thoughts here. One that I thought of, I think that's important. How do you make this thing look real? And that it's a live event. So when I start these, I will go, hello, everyone, thanks for coming in. We see some people logging in here. We're going to give everyone about 30 to 60 seconds and we'll be right back with you. And then I actually like turn off the screen and then it just shows the front page of the presentation. So that looked like it was live, right? Hey, I'm going to let everyone in. but This is pre-recorded. Then 36, 30 or 60 seconds happen. I come along and I go, all right, I see a bunch of you coming in here. This is great. Hey, Judy, glad you're here. Mark, good to see you. Glad you made it. I'm just yelling off random names, right? But it makes it seem like these people are in the audience and are attending it. Now the other question you asked of like the calendly side of things. So when we talk about the two part strategy session or the two part series, and it's a strategy session, when I come along in between, I gave the example of Jeff Warnkin being a subject matter expert, and I said something that tax funnels are great. Why needs you to sign up? Like here's the opportunity to sign up for the strategy session. A link will actually pop up when I'm saying that. Even though this is pre-recorded, it's all built out that calendar link will pop up and it will go right to the fit callers calendar
1: gotcha perfect and Fred and again I don't know if you have the numbers here or not but Fred asked like do you kind of have an average of like your dollars you spend per event and you know the number of people that you guys are seeing and appointments booked like any statistics on that I know you've shared them in other calls I don't know if you have them with you or not but
2: I will share as much of the data as I know in the last time I, I've seen it. I think, and Jason might know better than me, is I think it's 1500 or 2500 bucks a month to do eight digit. And then typically on the Facebook ad campaigns, those are costing us 700 to 1100 bucks, something like that. Obviously, it's pay per click, pay per register. There's all that data behind it. So I believe per actual, like take eight digit out of there, but we're spending 700 to 1100 bucks per virtual. Then you got to just amortize the cost of of eight digit media or a third party doing it. Now, as for registrants was the second half of that. We typically see like subjects like social security, you're going to get a lot more attendees. We usually range 25 to 40, just depending on that. I think our goal every week internally is to have 70 people show up to these, and that's across all offices, attendees, that is. You're going to get registrants, and then you're going to get attendees. Two different numbers, right? You might get 50 registrants and 25 or 30 show up. And Social Security is going to bring in a a vast crowd. Uh, Medicare is going to bring in a vast crowd because everyone's getting social security for the most part, and everyone's getting Medicare for the fo- most part. But the taxes in retirement, less numbers, like less registrants, less attendees. But I can tell you like out of my top 10 clients, probably 50% of them came from taxes in retirement. I-, I can think of like two right off the top of my head that we got from taxes in retirement specifically, but it's probably closer to five out of the 10. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Okay. So virtual,
1: that's great. And kind of sharing some of the numbers in the setup and how you guys are structuring those. One last question. Like if, for example, you and Jeff Warnkin were doing it together in Cleveland, are you guys together when you're recording those? Or like, are you in front of your computer and he's in front of his computer? And you're just kind of sharing your screen when you're going to present some stuff as the host and he's going to share his screen when he's presenting as the subject matter expert.
2: Yeah, so we actually pay a third party to make it look real. I think we pay 500 bucks or so. And it would be, we're all in the recording. So if there's myself and Jeff, I've set up my background kind of where I'm standing up. Jeff sits down, we're in separate offices. And his name's Tony, and I'll think of the name of the company. I'll have to look it up real quick. But he's the one making sure like it's panning in and panning out from us. And then when the slides are on, we're only in the little corner. And so we have a third party that we're using to make this look like a legitimate live event. But True Production is who we use and it works out great. So they know how to make it look very clean and polished. And again, I'm paying them 500 or 750, I believe it is per recording, but I'm only recording these every six months.
1: Are they a so, local company that comes in and like they set that up or are you just recording like in Zoom or something and they're taking the footage and
2: editing it? 100% in Zoom. They're taking the footage and they're editing it. I, I don't even know. I've never seen Tony's face before. So, and I've worked with them for years. So it's all, all via Zoom. And here's the thing is like when we're recording these across multiple albums, it's easy for it to say Jeff and I, but if you use... I'm doing it from Ohio and Walter's doing it from Seattle, Washington. Like it's all done that way.
3: Okay, cool. So that's true production, Matt? True productions, yeah. And I think they have a couple offices now, but I believe they're based out of Chicago.
1: Okay. Maybe you can put a link for them in the chat yep. box, Matt, for anyone who's interested in
3: learning more. So
1: yep. that's awesome. Thanks, Brian. Let's shift over to in person then.
3: Dave, I was just going to say, now that Matt joined, Matt, could you answer the numbers question broken down a little bit in more detail? Brian was kind of winging it, but I know you'd probably have those numbers available. Yeah. I didn't want to step on Brian's. toes. yeah, we've had, we actually bumped up towards the end of last year our ad spend per webinar just as people are getting more like back in person, it's taking a few more dollars to get the same amount of attendees as we used to. So we're spending probably eleven dollars to $1,200 per webinar at this point. So on the digital side, on the webinar side, and it does base on topic. It's also region too. I mean, we see a difference between when we're doing these in, in Cleveland versus Florida versus Seattle. As Brian mentioned, Social Security does tend to get a few more. So we average kind of 90 to 100 registrants per for Social Security, whereas taxes and retirement is more in the 60 to 80 registrants per there. So attendees is going to vary with that. But we, what we do see is pretty consistent is the percentage of attendees. And that's around 30% right now. So 30% of those that register are attending the live But that speaks to, which I know we've done a whole coffee break on when we had Gina Pellegrini on, speaks to the importance of following up with all registrants and not just the attendees, because otherwise you're missing 70% of the people that registered there. So that's that. Then we generally get, I would say about eight, eight to 10 right fit calls booked on there. And then with the follow-up efforts after probably another eight to 10 ish in the follow-up efforts post webinar.
1: Cool. So let's talk about the in-person ones, Brian, what with I guess, again, kind of going into topics, is it the same to social security and taxes in retirement and kind of how are you structuring and setting those up and what are the, what is that looking like?
2: Yeah, pretty much the same thing. The main thing that we've changed over the years, if Jeff and I were to do an in-person presentation at the college or some, some local venue is We're showing up five minutes before, like I am walking into there five minutes before I'm addressing the people and I'm saying, hey, we'll get started right on time. We're gonna let a few more people come in. I stand there, have a little chit chat. And then we go through the presentation. So the presentation that we're doing on the webinar is exactly the same for the one that we're doing in person. There's no differentiating between the presentation. So those are exactly the same. Same thing with the strategy session, we talk about it, but the main key differentiator with the strategy session All of those are pre-booked, all right? All of those are pre-booked. Anyone that's attending an in-person workshop, they're getting a half piece of paper with already a pre-selected time and date for that strategy session phone call. Because we're not gonna play the game of trying to schedule those at the end, or we're not gonna have an interruption in the middle of it for people's schedules, Those are all predetermined. So here's some of the verbiage that I am going to use when I'm doing this in person. So I'll bring up that slide that says, hey, today's a two-part series. And and the good news is we'll be here for about an hour. So in-person takes about an hour. So we'll be here for about an hour today. And you know what? We want to make this fun and interactive. So if you have any questions or you want some more additional information on the topics that we're talking, raise your hand. Let's talk it, too. But the main thing is, you know, we don't want to be here for three or four hours. I make a joke out of it. We don't want to be here for three or four hours. If we talked about every one of your individualized situations, we would be here till 11 o'clock at night. So what we're going to do is, and what we've done is given each and every one of you the ability to talk to the expert. We're going to give you a 20-minute complimentary consultation. So write down the questions that you do have. And we'll make sure we address those individualized personal questions on that strategy session. And you can see we've given you a packet of information. We've given you the slides. So we give everyone a copy of the slides for their information. And then we've given you this little sheet that says, here's this time and date. That's when we have that strategy session scheduled for you. The good news is if this works for you, keep it. We'll make sure we call you at that time. If this time and date doesn't work. When you're done, go ahead and talk to Suzanne. She can move it around for you, no questions asked. I will say some of that language multiple times throughout, but also while I'm presenting the presentation with Jeff, we both say something around of like, hey, this is why it's so important you talk to us on the strategy session because your tax return can affect your Medicare, so on and, and so forth.
1: Awesome. Any other, any questions? I know we have one in here, but for Ron, you got one? So- oh, okay.
3: I'm doing uh, Social Security on Tuesday night and taxes on Thursday night. Uh, a lot of my Social Security people are coming uh, Thursday, which is great, but I'm not getting that many new people on my taxes, wondering if you or others are having a similar situation, or I don't know what I'm doing wrong, if, if anything.
2: Yeah. yeah. Ron, are you running a FIA? or are you no, running I'm doing a-
3: another, another nonprofit, not a
2: FIA. Okay, Perfect. Yeah. So typically when you run those nonprofits, yeah, a lot of people are going to attend Social Security. And then a a good portion of those, maybe 60 to 80 percent, are going to end up attending your taxes in retirement. From time to time, I mean, on average, you're going to get one to three new couple or new household that attends the taxes in retirement that didn't attend the Social Security. Because some of these people are already on Social Security, but want to know more about taxes. So it is very common with what you're saying, especially with the nonprofit, where sometimes we don't even use the nonprofit and we just run a taxes and retirement workshop beyond the nonprofit. And that's where we're getting all new people. I mean, you're running it through the nonprofit. And in our case, with a few of the mailers are going out, all that kind of stuff. But, and they do send out some digital. But what we've also done is we're doing an independent one of any nonprofit that's actually JL Smith branded And that's all through Facebook.
3: What I'm not clear about your answer, Brian, is is, does it have anything to do with the nonprofit or is it just the fact that now you're doing digital instead of
2: mail? No. Well, let me refresh this is when you work with the nonprofit, because you're offering to like a social security and taxes retirement, that same crowd is always going to attend both. And that's actually a good thing because you look as the expert in both subjects. When we also run taxes and retirement separate of the nonprofit to get the digital crowd there also that has nothing to do with the nonprofit, that's JL Smith branded. And that if, brings a new crowd.
3: But if you ran a nonprofit doing digital, would you get the same good results that you're you're getting? You know what I'm asking? Is is it the nonprofit yeah. or is it the digital versus mail that's the variable
2: here? I, I think it's just two different segmentations and how people interpret the data. Some people like the mailers and then some people are all on Facebook and like the digital. So we're just trying to get to two different crowds because a lot of people, those mailers come in and like me, I throw everything out that comes in the mail.
1: Gotcha. And then Carl asked, is anyone else on this meeting having success with Afia? I know, Brian, it sounds like you guys are still having, and Matt, you guys are still having quite a bit of success with Afia, right? I mean, Matt, you probably have a good pulse on this. Across other offices, but is that still pretty much the go to from a nonprofit side of things?
3: Yeah, that we're still having a lot of success with the FIA. And that's, you know, Brian alluded to earlier kind of that one two combo of the FIA with the digital helps hit both audiences. The those that may like the flexibility of being able to do the virtuals versus the in persons, which, you know, probably converted a little higher clip, but a little less
1: audience. Do you and and I know Julie said she's having a lot of success with Afia. Do you see a difference in attendance for the webinars, offering them at different times? What do you feel is like kind of the most attended from a time to actually do the
3: webinars? We've tested a few throughout. I guess the last what four years we've been doing these now, Brian. They're not necessarily a drastic difference, but we have had the most success doing them like on a oh either Wednesday or a Thursday evening. What time? I believe they're 5.30 now, either 530. 530, or 6, 5.30 or 6 o'clock right there. But really the conveniences, and I know Brian mentioned earlier, some of the bigger clients that we've gotten from these virtuals is being able to send the recording after the fact.
1: Awesome. Well, I know we're at time. This was great, Brian. Appreciate you jumping on Matt. Thanks for chiming in and sharing some of the data behind it. Certainly, you know, it seems like from our panel in Quebec city, that, you know, virtual and in-person workshops, taxes and retirement, social security, eight digit, a fee, the nonprofit work is still the way people are getting in front of new prospects. And it's still a great ROI on the effort and the money put into it. So Matt, if anybody needs any help, I guess they can just reach out to your team, right?
3: Yes. Yeah. Reach out to me or uh, the marketing team here at CTP. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day
0: thanks for tuning in this podcast was brought to you by c2p an organization whose purpose is to educate train grow and support holistic financial advisors so families can achieve true prosperity never miss an episode by subscribing now to discover new resources and strategies visit c 2 penterprisescom to learn how we can help scale and secure your business At the time of delivery and any subsequent publishing, information was deemed reliable but is subject to change by the time of listening or viewing. The contents of this piece include options and projections of C2P, are subject to change, and are for informational purposes only. The information provided in this presentation is not intended to be individual investment, tax, or legal advice.